Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, if you're watching us on YouTube at some point. We'll put up the lower third, and I won't look like such an idiot pointing at nothing. Okay. Anyway, great to be with you today. We have a big show planned this Wednesday, January the 8th, 2020, which I might add is also internationally renowned and celebrated International Typing Day. As you guys can see, I have not typed my notes today. They are all handwritten. Um, that's actually in preparation for uh, later on tonight when all my correspondence will be purely typed. All right, coming up, we've got uh, NFC playoffs with Alex Smarty Pants Smarts. Great to have him with us. We're going to talk Vikings 49ers and the Seahawks Packers. Then Sean Higgy Pop Higgs will join us for some college basketball, Kansas, Iowa, Florida State, Wake Forest, St. John's, Georgetown, and Pittsburgh, UNC. And then we'll top it all off with a little NBA rapid fire with our very own Craig El Huapo Trap and Ali Third Degree Burns. That's right. She will be in studio here. Should be a good one. You definitely want to stay tuned to that at all times. All right. Uh, we've got an awful lot to get to today. This is how the show works. We give you free picks. You love them. You take them. You bet them. You make money. That's how it works. Real simple. But if you want to participate in the show, all you got to do is go to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter and Fill out any of the comments section there on our social media. We'll see it here in the studio. We will endeavor, that means do our very best, to respond to you and make you a part of the show. By the way, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. East Coast time, 1 p.m. Pacific, we are live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And throughout the day, we stream live content on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. You can go to uh, picksandparlays.net to the website and find a whole boatload of free picks. And while you're about it, our expert picks are there for you very quickly before we go to break. We have a special offer, $9.99, any handicapper, the whole year. And to make it even better, if you want to have two handicappers, you think it will be twice that? No, you're wrong. It's not. $14.99, two cappers all year. All right. I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'll be right back with Smarty Pants himself. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Geber. You can Twitter me, twatter me, just reach out and chatter me at Nick Geber. That was good, wasn't it? Rhyming on the fly. You know I'm the next great superstar. Well, a man who is the next great superstar of handicapping, though, is with us on the guest line. Alex Smarty Pants Smart uh, joins me. We're going to talk a little NFL football playoffs, most more specifically the NFC, because yesterday we did the AFC for you, in case you missed it. You can check out that replay at picksandparlays.net. Uh, Smarty Pants, thanks for taking the yeah, time out of your busy day of counting all the dosh you make. <laughs> thanks. It's good to be here with you. Thanks. All right. Uh, let's start, shall we? Um, uh, I said I was going to throw you a curve. You asked me which game we're going to do first. So I'll tell you what, we're going to randomize it, Smarty Pants. Yeah, I'm not looking. Okay. I'm not looking at the papers right now. There we go. Oh, here we go. All right, let's go with the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Vikings 11 and 6, 10 and 7 against the spread, coming off that 26 to 20 upset of the New Orleans Saints. And that 
was actually I think a bigger upset than maybe it looked <laughs> looked on the surface. But uh, Dalvin Cook's return was a game changer. Also with a stellar showing from Adam Thielen, uh, the Vikings D held held New Orleans to four and eleven on third downs, and big part of why they won that game. Uh, they're five and four straight off and against this spread this season on the road. And the Niners, 13 and three, nine, six and one against the spread. Uh, they have had a lovely bye week where they've been celebrating International Typing Day by every member of the team has been typing thank you and love notes to their coach uh, just as appreciation for the great season that they've had. Uh, but the huge bye, the bye week was a massive benefit for their defense because they had a real opportunity to get fit again. And uh, I'm hearing D. Ford and Quan Alexander are likely to return. That's bad news for the Vikings if that's the case. Anyway, Niners, seven and a half point home favorites, total 45 and a half. Tell me I'm wrong, smarty pants. Tell me I'm wrong. But you're, you're always wrong, but you're right. Okay. You're right overall. But <laughs> well, I'm right strategically, but wrong Canadian. tactically. I don't get this. So we could be married. I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian. You know, I'll just say A a lot, and that'll that'll make up for hey. it. <laughs> you know, this, this is a very interesting game, I'll tell you, because the reason why, uh, what's happened in the, in the long run, divisional road underdogs are 36, 24, and 1 ATS since 2003. What happens in this game, and I think this is partly attributed, this is from my point of view, I attribute this uh, big divergence with the road underdog being getting all the cash for everybody, with the concept of the 49ers are so rested and teams like the 49ers are so rested, I wouldn't take that into consideration. Sometimes, you know, all that hard play last week with the Vikings is momentum. It carries into this game. While the 49ers are flat, they've got to bring that energy up right away. So I kind of like the Vikings here. Not kind of, I like them. Wait, 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 wait. You like the Vikings and the points, or you like the Vikings and the money line here? I mean, are you going out in a big yeah, limb here? Let's sprinkle a little bit of Vikings on the money line. Absolutely. Really? Let's sprinkle a bit in there. Yeah, sure. You naughty Canadian. You are. You are. You're going for big ups here. You're going to sprinkle a little, sprinkle a little money line goodness on the Vikings. Really? Uh, I know well, they yeah, have Molson, yeah. uh, Molson ale there. Is it got a very high alcohol content? <laughs> You know, even when I'm really, really, you know, I've had too much beer, like I'm, I'm a big Canadian, I, I have noticed that Zimmer is just amazing against divisional opponents. Opponents, He's 44-19-1 ATS. That's 35.4% ROI. That's freaking amazing. So, you uh, know, you got to look at this game and, you know, uh, sprinkle a little bit of money on it. Absolutely. I have to ask you this. Is marijuana legal in Canada? It is. It absolutely is. Oh, well, yes. that explains it all then. No problem. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Next one, Seattle Seahawks versus the Packers. Uh, the Seahawks are coming off that win 17-9 to over the Eagles. They're 12-5, 8-8-1 against spread. Uh, they were lucky to win against the Eagles, to be fair. Uh, when you commit 11 penalties, lose 114 yards just without doing anything except being naughty and transgressing the rules. I mean, that is not well, a great stat. What's that? <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you. That tells you how bad the Eagles are. Yeah, yeah, right, Nick. That's what I was going to say. I'm not sure that's, you know, the, the Eagles really just were bloody awful. And you can't be that ill-disciplined against the Packers. Uh, look, the matchup here is Seattle's offensive line against the Packers pass rush. Packers ranked, on, ranked only 23rd against the rush, by the way. Uh, but look, too many injuries to list here for, this, for the Seahawks. Uh, but when I did count them, 
I had 19 guys that were out. And I think they only have, what, 2,853 people on an American football squad. So they're really going to be you know, in trouble finding enough people to fill it out. Uh, for the Packers, they're 13-3, and 10-6 and six against the spread. Uh, they closed out a 13-3 and three season with a tight 23-20 loss to, uh, against the Lions. Uh, pardon me, a win against, a win against the Lions. Uh, their offense ranked 24th in third down conversions, which is bloody awful. And uh, the total is under seven, has gone under in seven of the last eight. And I have to say, of the four games, the AFC and the NFC stuff combined, this one's going to be the biggest stinker of the lot. However, the Packers, three and a half point home favorites, total of 47. Um, okay, uh, are we going to sprinkle some money line on the Seahawks here or what? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I, <laughs> you know, you know uh, since Rodgers came to town in Green Bay in 2008, um, there's been a big difference between Packers teams at home than, than there has been on the road. And, you know, it's an 8.4 point per game differential from on the road where it's 0 0.1. So, you know, we're close to more than a touchdown better at home than on the road. And then we see here a minus four. So, you know, I think it's tr trying to break us off that, that four number because it's an ugly number. It's not a great number. To bet into with a favorite, but what well, happens? What's ugly about four? I mean, it's really quite simple, really. Well, it's just well, a line, yeah. a line, and another one intersecting. I, I think three is <laughs> probably uglier, but then you could turn it upside down and see something naughty. So I don't know. I don't think four is that ugly of a number. <laughs> I'm, I, I can never disagree with you. I don't know why. I just I. Have I mean, six really myself. doesn't have any aesthetic quality to it. Let's be honest. No, six is. Six. But go ahead, finish. It's, it's a bad. It's a bad number. <laughs> <laughs> but, but from my point of perspective here is, if you've got a team, are they seven points better at home than on the road? And then once again, what is the difference between these two teams? And, you know, there we are. We sit at the four. So uh, where do I go? I go. I look towards an under game, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot more grinding than, than people expect it to be. Because that's where Green Bay has, you know, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, their offense hasn't been clicking that consistently this year. And there's been yeah. long periods of time when we're really worried about them. So. Well, at least the Packers get to know they're probably going to get about 100 yards free from ill discipline from the Seahawks. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, but they did play pretty good last week. And, you know, yeah. they went against what you expected from a Seahawks team defensively. So we'll see. Like, it was the Eagles, the Eagles made them look better. Their defense is starting to pick it up at the right time behind Carroll's intelligent right. tutelage. So give me your pick, and I don't want to pay for it. So make it a free pick. A free pick? Uh, we're going to go under. We're going we're gonna to crush the under here. Under the total of 47. Okay. Yes. And by the way, I don't remember. Did you give me an over-under on the uh, Niners-Vikings game? No. It was 45. No, oh, I, I, oh. I don't want to go with that. No, I gave you the uh, plus seven with the Vikings and a little sprinkling among yeah, the, yeah. on the Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just wondering if you'd endeavored to – Give us an under or an over, but apparently I have to go buy your expert pick for that. Is that correct, Sparty Pants? That could, that could be absolutely a possibility, yeah. All right, well, sure. if you like Alex Smart, and there's every reason to, even though he's Canadian, uh, you can forgive him that one. <laughs> you can pick up his picks right now at picksandparlays.net. Look, we have a special for you. We have 35 expert handicappers. You see a lot of them on the show here with me. I have a little fun with them, but really, these are serious guys that do their research and know what they're doing. By the way, coming up next, uh, another serious guy, uh, Higgy Pop. 
I know it doesn't sound serious, but well, okay, maybe not. But anyway, you can get one handicapper's picks, every pick they've got for the whole year for $9.99. And if you think they could possibly get lonely, you can pick up two cappers, not for double that, but for $14.99. Now, I was never that good at math, but that's telling me that's a great 25% discount right there. You want to jump on it, jump on it now at picksandparlays.net. All right, it's time for me to take a break, but never fear, I'll be back shortly with Higgy Pop himself, Sean Higgs. We're going to talk college basketball. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. You can find me on Twitter at picksandparlays.net. You can also find me, I don't know, lots of places. Just don't stalk me, okay? Unless you're like a supermodel or something, in which case I could probably, you know, handle it, I think, maybe. All right, uh... I promised you some college basketball. And you know what? I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to bring in our star handicapper, the cheesecake man himself, Higgy Pop, Sean Higgs. Look a dapper in his picks and parlays hat and shirt. Flying the flag with pride, Higman. I am really proud of you. Are you ready to talk some college basketball? Or have you gouged yourself on your wife's fine Oreo cheesecake that you tell me she didn't make, but I know she did, that you're refusing to send to me? Nine pounds. It's tough. I can't have her baking that stuff anymore. I can't do it. I got too big. Well, it's almost too big for the too big for me. the clothes here. Because I'm not fat enough already. I could. You know, I did. No say, one, no I did tell cares. her. I said. I, I told her. I said we got to send a, a cake out to Nick. She's like, how will we send it? I said, I think we'll just put it on dry ice. You can put it in a box and send it out, right? Yeah, yeah. Dry absolutely. ice it out. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it. I'd love it if my greedy children don't eat it first. But you know <laughs> how that is. All right. Uh, let's talk some college of basketball, shall we, uh, Higgy? Uh, shall we start with Kansas at Iowa? The Jayhawks, 11-1. This is Big 12 showdown here. 11-1, 7-6 against the spread. 9-1 uh, coming off a 60-53 to win over West Virginia. Uh, their loss, by the way, was to Villanova. So that's an interesting fact because that is a uh, conference loss in the Big 12. Uh, they won the last two in a row. Uh, they're 2-1 against the spread. 1-2 and two against the spread away. Villanova's not in that conference. I eat my words. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were making what, a joke. I know. They want to know in conference. I don't know what I'm doing. It's been a long day. Uh, okay. The total's gone under in seven of the last ten games. But Villanova could be in that conference if they pay an $800 million penalty uh, to the NCAA, of course, and wait five years. Then they could move to the Big 12. All right. Iowa State Cyclones, seven and six, seven and six against the spread. Five and five. Their last outing was a 79-81 loss to TCU. They're six and two against the spread, five and three against the spread at home. Uh, they have yet to win in conference play, but they've only played one, so give them a bit of time. Uh, total <laughs> is over in six of the last nine, but the Jayhawks road favorites six and a half points with a total of 146. All right, conference jokes aside, where are we going on this one? You know, I think Florida Florida A&M beat this Iowa State team, and now you're looking at Kansas, big bad Kansas coming in, you know, Bill Self, number three team or whatever they're ranked, obviously uh, one of the favorites to win it all here. But I look at this as a nice underdog opportunity for us here. Now, Kansas, they, as good as they are, they're still a little sloppy, turning the ball over about 15 times a game. And then Iowa State runs a little four-guard set. They like to shoot. They like to fire the three around. So I'm actually looking at the points here. Kansas has Baylor on deck. Again, another top-five rated team. So maybe they're not looking at a 7-6 and six Iowa State team who's really kind of rudderless right now. So I'm going to take the home dog here in conference play because, one, I – they could score. If you could shoot and 
you get hot at you're a dog at home who shoots threes. All you need is a, a hot stretch here, and this is a an, an overtime game. Where I mean, I shouldn't say oh, that because we've seen so, teams so lose by ten. So you're taking the home dog to win, not just the home dog plus six and a half. Yeah, if I'm taking a a, a dog, six and a half is, you know. Right on borderline because anything like under five, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm taking five points. I don't think they're gonna lose by a, a bucket at the the buzzer. I think right, they're gonna right. win. You know, and that's like most sports. Like if you take a a four point dog in football, you think, oh, hopefully they just lose by a field goal. No, you think they're gonna win, right? I mean, you're Correct. not thinking teams gonna lose by two points or something. So, you know, six and a half, you get that six seven mark. You're borderline. If you want to sprinkle some in there, it's it's worth definitely worthy because especially on a, a home dog who could shoot a good three ball. You and versus Slotty a team who's got sprinkling the money line around. Look at this. Can't you know, control yourself? Control yourself. Yeah. Well, please. listen. If it, it, no, I, I can't control myself. That's why I'm 340 pounds. I'm just. <laughs> you are not. I'm, uh, is, I'm or is that a gorilla. wide angle lens? Okay. All right. Next up, uh, let's go. Uh, St. John's at Georgetown. This one is the Big East. St. John's yes. Red Storm, 11 and four, and that Red Storm is not really rising at 11 and four. Uh, nine, four and two against the spread. Eight and two. They lost the last two in a row, both in conference losses. They're 0-1 straight up, 0-0-1 against the spread at home. They're 0-2 in conference play. They're 0-7 against teams with six or more people named Deshaun on the team. I think we did this one before. Uh, the total has gone under in five of the last six. And the Hoyas, what is a Hoya exactly? Sounds a bit like a venereal disease, but 10-5, and 8-7 against the spread for the Hoyas. Had a bad case of that one. Six and four. They lost the last two in a row against Seton Hall and Providence, both in conference. Seven and two straight up. Four and five against the spread at home. Galen Alexander, Myron Gardner, both out for the season. Totals under in four of the last five. Uh, minus four. Home boy favorites. And the total of 152 and a half. If you're a Georgetown alum, don't hate on me, please. It's all Higgy Pop's fault. Let me ask you: Can we can we call St. John's the Redmen, or is that not PC nowadays? We can't use that name anymore. Red remember, Man? remember they went from the Redmen to be called the, the Johnnies. It's like remember they were called the Johnnies I mean, for like a, year? like a Jewish Superman that's an accountant. I'm Jewish. I'm allowed to make these jokes. I, I was I like St. John's. I was a big fan back in like the Boo Harvey, Malik Sealy days. So listen, St. John's, good coaching change. Good coaching change. Mike Anderson's got this team playing a lot better than Chris Mullen. I mean, great St. John's hero, but as a coach. Didn't do too good. They're 11-4. You beat Arizona, who's a pretty good team on a neutral court. You lost to Butler, who's a pretty good team. Again, these are two rated teams up in the top five, top ten. So they're playing well. Georgetown, you know, they lost four guys last month to transfers. You run in a seven-man rotation. You're down to nine scholarship guys. Uh, you know, I was reading an article, like, how Ewing just has these guys run sprints to get them conditioned because they have to make up for – people not being there and playing. So, I don't know. I'm going to take St. John's as in a four here. Uh, both teams desperate. It is a short number at home. What you're telling me, like, at, at four, it's, you know, three is supposed to be home court, right? Isn't three, like, the proverbial home court advantage? So, right. on a neutral, St. John's better on a neutral, after, you know, telling me here. So, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little biased because I'm a St. John's fan, but I, I look at their, their win over Arizona, close off to Butler, just the way they've just been playing – under Anderson, totally. Who, no one, I didn't see it. Another preview magazine saw these guys being uh, a really improved team. So I'm going to St. John's. Ewing's got his work cut out for him at uh, at, at his old alma mater there. But give me the plus four with, with the Johnnies. All right, we got two ACCs for you. Which one should we do first? Let's do. You, you choose. 
Dealer's choice. Let's do this. Let's do this Pitt North Carolina game and get that out of the way. All right. Well, the Panthers. I think this four. is the worst of the two games, believe it or not. Probably. 10 and 4, 7 7 against the spread. They're 8 and 2. Last 10 coming off a loss to Wake Forest in conference play. They're 1 and 1 straight up, 1 and 1 against the spread away from home, 1 and 2 in conference. A Kenny Chukwuka, which sounds like a Star Wars, like a Wookiee, but it, I don't know, is it? Uh, <laughs> Al Dees, I love that name. Uh, uh, Tony are out. They're 0-6 straight up. I can't pronounce these names. 0-6 straight up in the last six. I don't even try. Carolina, just... the Tar Heels. They're 4-6 and six in the last 10 for the Tar Heels, 1-2 and two in conference. Uh, Andrew Plattick joins Sterling Manley, Anthony Harris, and Cole Antley amongst the injured list. Those are easy names, by the way. That's why I like UNC. Uh, total under in 13 of the last 18. Uh, North Carolina, five-point favorites, total 138. When I, when I talk about the guys that can't pronounce their names, I just call them they got the kid. You know, this kid's good. Just say kid. <laughs> anyway, so like Pitt, 10 and 14. North Carolina, obviously, you know, Cole Anthony goes down. They've The wheels have fallen off this uh, – they, they missed their first 15 shots the last game? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 had to, I had to actually go through the box score because I didn't even think that was right when I read the recap. I mean, I, I got to tell you, though, Roy Williams just does less with more. He, he's just a terrible game coach. I mean, he, he just wins based on talent. I don't think he knows how to, to coach these guys. Uh, the fi- I want to take Pitt here. I'm, I'm going to take Pitt in the points just based on, I don't know, Capel's improving. The second year, he's getting some of his recruits in there. I just this North Carolina team just looks lost. I mean, I know they're so talented, and they get guys, and they should be able they should be able to cover this based on talent alone. I mean, okay. Pitt does not have any size to to battle these guys inside. Um, I, I, the square play could easily be North Carolina. They should win this by ten, just because there's nobody bigger than like six five on Pitt. Who's stopping the inside guys for North Carolina? That's where the Carolina's always made their living. They always had some monster down below who run the court and you can't control them. Yet, but then they'd have four other guys on the bench who do the same thing with their size. Oh. So, I mean, Carolina should win, but I'm going to take Pitt until I see Carolina get a little more steady play because they're just been erratic. All right, Higgy, one more. We've got to make it quick. We Let's literally go. have 40 seconds. This is easy. 40 Good seconds. Team. Let's go. Good team, Seminoles. Bad team, Wake Forest. Uh, Forest State, six and a half point. Home, uh, away favorites, total 142 and a half. Let's go. We're taking the dog here with Wake. Look for the seven. You can find the seven out there. Listen, Florida State off a big win. They beat uh, Louisville. You know what, though? They got Virginia on deck. I know Virginia's struggling a little bit. Still defending champs. Much bigger game. Not much focus here. Let's take Wake. Underdog play. Plus the points. Well, you didn't have to go that quick. I mean, we still have a minute and 40 seconds. I just thought, you know, you tend to go on a bit. So I thought I would, you know, give you some boundaries uh, to play with. But look, I mean, if you're going <laughs> to. All right. Well, so listen. So last year, Florida, uh, Florida State comes in. They, you know, they beat Duke. And you know what? The next thing to come out and lose to a pit team who I think they won three or four games last year in ACC play. So yeah. they've been known to lay an egg after a big win. And especially with a big game. Uh, record-wise, Virginia's obviously not the Virginia last year. But it's still defending champs. You know you want to knock them off. So I just think it's just one of those spots. We've seen this before in college basketball. Teams kind of look ahead a little bit. you got a bigger game on deck than a 500 team ahead of you. You get caught sleeping. It happens. All right, Iggy. Always a pleasure. You can find Sean Higgs right at our website, picksandparlays.net, one of our star handicappers. And do yourself a favor. If you're going to pick up a year pass, pick up Sean's picks all year, $9.99. Every single pick of goodness, you can get it for $9.99. And if you want to, say, have Sean and Smarty Pants or Sean and Craig Trapp or Sean and Tony Tellers and Sean and 
the aged Chip Chirimbus. You can get all of that. Two cappers, $14.99. Great deal. Go to picksandparlays.net right now and take advantage of it. And spend the whole year betting with absolutely the best sports intelligence you can get. Because an informed better, ultimately, is a winning better. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with Craig Trapp and Ali Third Degree Burns for NBA Rapid Fire. Hey, look, let's talk for a minute about sleep. And I know it sounds dull, but if you listen to these studies from Harvard and John Hopkins, that chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. Good Lord, I think I've got at least two of those three. We need eight hours of sleep a day, and I can tell you I get nowhere near that. I'm lucky if I get five or six. And you know what one of sleep's biggest problems is? It's temperature. It's tough to get good sleep if you're too hot or you're too cold. Look, I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness, developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. Good Lord, I could use with just a couple of those. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits. It adjusts the temperature automatically for you. That means if you like the bed cool, but your partner likes the bed warm, well, now you can both have it the way you want it at the same time. Look, it's in a crazy comfortable bed as well. Sleep longer, deeper. You wake up refreshed. You're ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, they'll refund your purchase, and they'll arrange for a free pickup. For a limited time, Get 150 bucks off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash pro. Go there now. Hey, guys, and welcome back to Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Allie Burns, and it is time for the NBA Rapid Fire. We're going to do it for Wednesday, December the 8th. And with me, as always, we have Craig Trapp to give you his expert handicapping analysis. Yeah, excited. Uh, you know, hump day Wednesday, NBA, big slate of games. Of course, we're doing this night before the game, so only uh, – well, there's four advanced lines out, and I actually see the Celtics line just came out, so we'll have five games for you guys, and uh, I, there's one of these I really like. All right. There's one of them I really like, too, actually. We'll see if we can have a meeting of the minds. Um, okay, so I'm going to start us out with a team that we talk about a lot on this show, and it is the Raptors. The Raptors are 24-12. and 12. They're going to be taking on the Hornets in Charlotte. Um, a lot of those Raptors are injured. Most noticeably, their leading scorer, Pascal, he, create, or he contributes 25 points per game. He's going to be out. Um, they have won six of their last four, but they're kind of doing that win one, lose one, win one, lose one thing. I hate handicapping around that. Uh, they are 19 and 13 against the spread, and they're cruising into, like I said, Charlotte. The Hornets are 15 and 24. They've got a few injuries as well. Kid Gilchrist and Marvin Williams are listed as day-to-day. Um, they're coming off an 11-point loss to the Pacers, but they did have back-to-back -back wins against the Cal in Cleveland and in Dallas, uh, which is notable. But they're 3 and 10 in their last 10, 17 and 17 against the spread. I see the line. I saw it open. Toronto minus three. I see it up to three and a half now, and the total around 208 and a half. What do you got on this one, Craig? Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one because the Raptors are clearly the better team if they were healthy, but they're not healthy. But, you know, the Hornets, they're not that great either. I mean, they're banged up. They're just, uh, you know, 8 and 11 against the spread at home. Um, so they haven't even been good against the spread. And a lot of those games has been underdogs. They're just 4 and 6 against the spread in the last 10. 
you know, even a banged up Raptors team, at least they're six and four against the spread in their last 10. I think you have to take the Raptors here. Like you said, a line opened at three. Mm-hmm. I see it at three and a half now. Uh, we'll call it three and a half. Let's take the Toronto Raptors here. I just think the depth of the Raptors has gotten them through most of these injuries. I mean, they're 24 and 12. They've been injured most of the year. So they've had a lot of players step up. I think that happens again against a average to poor um, Charlotte team. Yeah, a good a good bench goes a really long way in the NBA. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to keep it in the south. We're going to cruise down to Atlanta where the Hawks are going to take on the Rockets. Rockets are 24 and 11. Uh, 16 and 16 against the spread. Westbrook is still listed as day-to-day. They are coming off a win against the 76ers. Um, They beat them by 10. Harden had another triple-double, 44, 11, and 11. Westbrook did play in that game. He put up 20 points. Rockets are 7 and 3 in their last 10. Then they cruise into Atlanta, who is 8 and 29, 2 and 8 in their last 10. They're coming off a loss in Denver where Nikola Jokic, ruin their lives uh, i think he put up 49 on them um but trey young did his share he put up 29 or 49 from joke 29 from trey young um it was closer it was a closer game than that record would reflect when you see those two teams play i'm seeing houston at minus seven i see that moving up to minus eight the total opened at 233 now i'm seeing at 235 and a half are you taking a side here or looking at a total I mean, I think you got to take the home dog getting eight points here. Atlanta can score, and they've been pretty good against the spread. They're nine and eight against the spread at home. Most of those games as a home underdog, they're four and six against the spread in the last 10. I think if you're ever going to set Westbrook out, or at least you limit his minutes, it would be against a poorer opponent like the Atlanta Hawks here. Yes, Harden will do his thing. I expect him to get 40 plus in this one because it's going to be a high scoring game. I don't know about 235 and a half high scoring, but. I mean, I do think the you know, Rockets get 121, 125, but I think it's a little closer than people think. I think you take the Atlanta Hawks here as an underdog. Um, I just think Atlanta can score, and I don't think Houston, you know, it's not like they lock up anybody on defense. I think they'll allow their fair share of points in this one. It's probably why that total's moving as quickly as it is. Yeah. Okay, so up next, we're going to go with the Knicks and Utah in Utah. Now, both of these teams have been, like, road tripping like crazy. The West Coast team, Utah Jazz, have been all over the East. They played Detroit, Chicago, Orlando, someone else, New Orleans. They just got back home to Utah. Meanwhile, the New York Knicks have played Portland, who they beat, uh, had a close loss to the Phoenix Suns, had a close, only three-point loss to the Clippers, and they're playing the Lakers in about an hour here. Um, so both of these teams, I feel like, are probably a little bit road-weary. Um, they score, Nick scored 132 in that three-point loss to the Clippers. So I really do believe that they're trying here. Whereas Utah, they are 9-1 and one in their last 10 games, but they're not really playing the hottest of competition. So I'm just not sure where they stand. They're minus 11 points at home. The total's at 218.5. Do you think that's too many points for a Knicks team that really seems like they're trying to rally? Well, I think it's the back-to-back is why you're getting so many points here against the rested right. Jazz team. Uh, Jazz also are a red hot, eight and two against the spread in their last ten. You know, Knicks aren't terrible, six and four in their last ten um, against the spread, and they're eleven and eight on the year against the spread on the road. So I think you have to take the Knicks here, getting the eleven. But I would wait on this one. I would wait this line. I think you might even probably get eleven and a half or twelve, especially if they play poorly tonight. If they play poorly tonight, that's been a long road trip. I think you could get a little extra here than they travel into Utah. I, but I think the Knicks, I, I like this young team. I think they've started to figure things out a little bit. 
And yeah, they're not winning a ton of games. I mean, they only got 10 wins on the year, but they've been pretty good for us betters. I think because the Jazz have been so good against the spread, you're getting these extra points with the Knicks and a back-to-back. So I think sometimes you have to use that against the odds makers and the public. The whole public's going to be on the Jazz here. Let's take the New York Knicks getting all the points tonight. Nice. Okay. I like that a lot. I have some faith in the Knicks. I really do. And like I said, that strength of schedule makes a huge difference. You're playing the Clippers and the Lakers in back-to-back games. Suns haven't been yeah. too bad. Meanwhile, you've got the Jazz with, you know, the Pistons and everyone else with a losing record on the East. Anyway, I support your Knicks plus 11. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is the game that I'm the most excited about. I'm so excited Me about too. it. I probably won't bet on it. <laughs> it's the Nuggets oh. and the Mavericks. Um so, yeah, I think this is just going to be the best game of the night. We've got our two big powerhouses, Nicola and Luca, are going head-to-head here. Um, both of those players lead their teams in points, assists, and rebounds. Uh, and then, interesting, uh, the Mavericks, Porzingis, blah, 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 blah. okay, here we go for real. So the Mavericks were playing the Chicago Bulls on Monday. They won, but Porzingis didn't play in that game. He is expected to be back tomorrow night, and I think he could make a huge difference. When all of those Mavericks are healthy at the same time, they can be really, really scary. Not to say that the Nuggets are not scary themselves. I'm showing Dallas as a a one-and-a-half-point to two-and-a-half-point favorite at home, and the total's at 218-and-a-half. So what side are you on? Well, this is a game I like as well. Um, right. I like the Mavs here. The Mavs actually are minus three right now. I think the Mavs are oh, the wow. play here because, you know, when Luca's playing, when he's on the floor, they're just a different team. And I like you said, I think Porzingis will be back tonight, it sounds like. I think they're going to have a really big game. I think this Dallas team continues to be one of the hotter teams in the league that nobody's talking about. I mean, everybody's talking about Luca, but, I mean, they're not talking about the record. They're 23-13. and 13. Yeah. They're only two games behind Denver here. They win tonight. They're one game behind Denver. I think this Dallas team continues to improve. I wouldn't doubt if Dallas goes out and makes a pretty big trade um, at the trade deadline. Maybe not to like a big name splash um, like that a lot of people saying C.J. McCollum might be on the move. But I I, I think you could see them get a a few shooters. They could use a few shooters. Every team in the league now can use a few shooters. But, man, if you can keep Luka where he's not getting double teamed or he can really use his – uh, ability to get to the hole and shoot over top of smaller guards. I think Dallas will do that tonight. I think Dallas wins this game and covers. Let's take the Dallas Mavs minus three here tonight. All right. That one scares me. I, don't, I mean, Dallas is five and five in their last 10. Nuggets are seven and three. And I feel like Dallas has lost a few games they maybe shouldn't have lost. But you're the expert. I'm just a mere <laughs> mortal. We'll listen to you. Okay. So you want to do Spurs and Celtics? Yeah, the, the Celtics line came out. Celtics Perfect. minus six and a half. So uh, interesting uh, line there. Yeah, especially considering Kemba Walker is out. The Celts are looking a little bit depleted right now. Uh, they're coming off a five-point loss to the Wizard. However, they are eight and two in their last ten games. Um, but the, in those last ten games, they've been playing teams with losing records. So where's your strength of schedule there? The Spurs, meanwhile. Uh, 15 and 20 for the season, but they are coming off the game of their lives. It was a season high. They dropped 19 three-pointers on the Milwaukee Bucks of all teams. Uh, Patty Mills came in off the bench, had six of those triples. DeMar DeRozan had his normal 25 points, uh, and they're arriving in Boston at a pretty opportune time to beat them. So what do you think about this? Seltz, you said minus six and a half. What's the total on that? I don't see an advanced total out yet, but, uh, yeah, the Celtics are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I think the Spurs, like you said, have started to find their 
their outside shooting, which was really an issue early in the year. I think when this Spurs team and, and Coach Popovich, we, you know, everybody gives him the respect he deserves, is starting, you know, they're 7-3 and three against the spread in the last 10, even though they're just 5-5 five and five straight up. You know, Boston's 8-2 and two straight up, but uh, just 6-4 and four against the spread. Like you said, they've been really banged up. When Kimba hasn't played, this team has struggled to get their open shots. I think you take the Spurs here. I even maybe would sprinkle a little money line here. I think the Spurs, you know, woke up in uh, Milwaukee the other night. I think you could see that confidence carry over here. I like the San Antonio Spurs getting all these points and also a little on the money line as well. That was an impressive win. 126 to 104 is not like we snuck by and got one on you. I mean, they yeah. showed up to play basketball, and that's exactly what they did. So I like it. Well, it was over early, too. It yeah. was over like early, early. I mean, it was like all over but the shouting uh, in the third quarter. So I, I you know, I think when, when you see that for a veteran team, this isn't like a really young team that a lot of these teams that are struggling. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan, veteran. Patty Mills, veteran. Um, these guys. They've been on winning teams before. Very good teams. Speaking of veterans, I just want to do a quick shout-out, if we can, to Ish Smith on the Wizards. That guy has been coming in off the bench. He dropped 27 points on the Celtics, 32 points on the Maverick. I see you, Ish. I see you. I like what you're doing. <laughs> They're playing the Magic on guy. Wednesday. Huh? Could be a trade deadline guy. I mean, you know, the, the trade deadline's not that far away. A lot of these guys that are, um, you know, Right now, shooting and, and guard play in the NBA is at an all-time high. I mean, you got to have it, and there's a lot of teams that could use it. I mean, the Lakers, the Clippers, all of them have been talking about adding pieces. Uh, the Jazz, I could see the Nuggets and the Mavs. All those West teams could use a little extra guard, so maybe a Smith is on the trade deadline. I love that guy. I remember him from Wake Forest, so he's just, yeah, he's just one he of those good. names and one of those players you just stick in your head, and I was thrilled to see him, you know, getting head grabbing headlines finally. <laughs> Well, he's got his opportunity because Wall and Beal also banged up. Yeah, that's just it. He's totally stepped up for Bradley Beal. Well, all right, Craig, Absolutely. that just about does it for us. Uh, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. And for you guys at home, stick around because Nick Giever will be right back. He's going to recap all of, the uh, all of the plays and picks that we've gone over so far during the show. And um, I'm Allie Burns. Thanks for joining us on the NBA Rapid Fire. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, streaming live also on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, where we're with you each and every weekday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific. And then, as I mentioned, we stream throughout the day on the social media channels. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Uh, we've had a great show, lots of free picks for you to make informed betting decisions. Uh, so let's get to it in case you missed any of our picks. We're going to recap them right now. Let's start with Smarty Pants. Uh, we did... The NFC playoff games, Vikings at Niners. He said, take Vikings plus seven. And the Seahawks at the Packers. He said, take the under 47. Uh, then we invited Sean Higgy Pop Higgs on board to talk some college basketball. And his picks as follows. Somewhere over the rainbow. There they are. St. John's at Georgetown. Take St. John's plus four. Pitt at North Carolina. Take Pitt plus five. Uh, Florida State at Wake Forest. Take Wake Forest plus seven. And Kansas at Iowa State. Take Iowa State plus six and a half. And finally, had a couple of NBA picks for you. Craig and Ali, third-degree burns, breaking down a bunch of NBA games. We have two picks in particular for you. 
Nuggets at Mavs, take the Mavs minus three, and the Knicks at Jazz, take the Knicks plus 11. Those are your free picks for today. And of course, if you want more free picks, you can always find them at the website, picksandparlays.net. Don't be bashful. Go there. Fill yourself up with all that free pick goodness and make informed betting decisions. Just one last time, we have a special offer. It's our annual pass. That's right. Choose any one of our 35 expert handicappers, all of their picks for the whole year, just for $9.99. And if you want two cappers because you think the one you picked might get lonely, well, you can do that as well. It's $14.99 for two cappers, $9.99 for one. Picksandparlays.net. Go there right now. Take advantage of this offer. And make sure when you bet, you bet with the absolute best sports intelligence you can get and just continue the winning. All right, that's going to wrap it up for me, folks. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same channel. Same great free picks, of course. Until then, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.